0: Welcome to Airman's Podcast, episode 401. Today is Thursday, October 5th, 2023. Well, this was probably something I should have been worried about last week when I I hinted that something might get in the way of recording, and it sort of did. I've been kind of behind all week, and it actually started the day before I recorded on Tuesday. See, what happened is that I had this brilliant idea <laughs> to scrub my shower using a brush attached to my uh, drill. And I originally got the idea on one of those you know life hack things that you see online long, long time ago. And what the person had done is they took a, an ordinary bottled brush, cut the handle shorter, and put it in their drill and used it to scrub something or other. I don't remember what. And so I thought about that. and I thought, there have to be brushes that you can put into a drill, you know, especially made for that. There have to be. So I started looking and I ran across an actual um sort of like drill to, to use as a scrubber. Actually, the two of them. And it's made by the same company that makes my lawnmower and my um hand power tools drill and so on. And but the difference is that it is um ISO, I think, ISO certified waterproof, and the battery goes into a sealed clear plastic compartment to keep it out of water. So that's all very good, but the skin itself was $78, which actually, if you stop and think about it, is pretty reasonably priced because drills cost more than that, although they've got more power and more features and stuff. Anyway, the the real problem, though, was that it came with one brush. I think it was a medium scrub pad or brush or whatever it was, and that was it. And each additional brush was $22. And so I thought, you know, you just get one other brush and you're already up to 100 So I wasn't keen on that, and I ended up finding a set of brushes and scouring pads and polishing pads in various um, density or whatever you call it from a hardware-type supply place that um, I think they've got three locations. They mostly sell online, I believe, but they have three showrooms, one of which is in Hamilton out by the airport, which is the whole... opposite end of the city from me. And realistically in traffic, it's at least an hour return trip to drive there and back, probably a bit longer than that, depending on traffic. So I didn't really want to go there. So what I ended up doing is I ended up ordering it online and it arrived the end of not last week, but the week before. And I used it in the shower that Friday. And I tried, I took the, the what, what would you call it? The gentlest brushes, I guess, softest brushes in three different types. And tried them all, and they were okay. They weren't like, they weren't the miracle I was hoping for, <laughs> but they were okay. And in the past, I'd bought, I'd tried everything to, to clean. The problem is that these showers, you know, the, the standard shower box, that has got two, two glass walls and two plastic walls. They always have these nooks and crannies that trap water, and things start to grow in those nooks and crannies, mold and mildew and stuff, and it's really hard to clean out. I Over the years, I've tried ordinary brushes, ordinary scrub brushes, and that's not really worked. I bought uh, toothbrushes specifically for that, thinking it would be smaller, to would be easier, and that didn't really work. I tried even a grout brush, which has incredibly stiff, stiff bristles, and that nah, it wasn't really any better either. It did a little bit better in some areas, but not all. And there were a lot of areas I just couldn't scrub because it was on the surface, but it was like in a corner, and... That's why I went down this rabbit hole of trying to find these brushes, and like I said, it, it was an incomplete success. It w- it was okay. I tried the the mild scouring pad on the on the glass, because normally what I clean it with is a, a sponge that's got a scouring side, and the results were were good, but I don't think it was any better than what I would have um, gotten by hand. It was, however, it was definitely faster than what I would get by hand. Now in, in my case. It's an ordinary cordless drill, so there's no um, possibility of getting electrocuted, but I could short it out if I got water into it. Well, I don't scrub with water. I scrub with a um, shower cleaner or a cleaning um, spray solution that I make myself, pardon me, that I make myself out of water, a bit of dish soap, and white vinegar. And it works really well, but you have to have something to scrub it off. But the, of course, the key for all cleaners is you spray it on and you need to let it sit for a bit to do its thing, because depending on what the cleaner is, it either softens the dirt or it, um, uh, in the case of a shower, the, the vinegar helps loosen the scale that builds up over time from from the water, all that kind of stuff. So I uh, I use that every day, every week anyway, and this particular time, that's what I did. So I wasn't worried about shorting it out or anything, but it did have like a, 10 centimeter extension. And I used that for all of the brushes on the theory that if anything did splash back, it couldn't possibly get into the mechanism of the drill. And that was just an added precaution, really. So on Tuesday, the day before I recorded my last episode, I decided I was going to try using the scrubber pad, a better one, a harsher one, on my kitchen tiles and on my floor. Because there are certain spots that get get really dirty and they're hard for me to clean. I've got to get down on on my hands and knees and scrub it with a scouring pad. It's basically where I make my coffee in front of that cuz I'm always dropping it on the floor and I don't see it and it and it um sticks because I normally have um Nescafe crystals. I don't um normally brew or use or make espresso or whatever unless I've got time. <laughs> Same thing in front of the the oven which is um under the bench under the hob. I often spill stuff there, too, and don't notice it at the time. By the time I see it, whatever it is is dried. And then the third reason I wanted it was because of Leo. He drags in clay from the bank on the side of the property, and when he stands to get a drink of water or to eat his food or whatever, he grinds it into the tiles. And it, it, I only noticed it recently, so I guess it must take a while to build up because he can't possibly bring that much in on his paws. <laughs> but that's what I wanted it for. Now, I should have known that this, the way to do that was to get down on my hands and knees and use it that way, but I didn't. I decided to bend over and push down on the drill to clean the floors. And by the way, it worked. It was, it was fine. It was great. It was much faster than if I tried it by hand. However, not on Tuesday, not on Wednesday until Wednesday evening, but then my back started spasming in pain and... For the next two or three days, I had trouble standing up straight. I, sitting in my chair, I would be just had this terrible pain in my lower back, and at one point, I even got out one of my crutches that I used when I used to get gout attacks, and I used that to help my help me pull push myself up or whatever to straighten up my back. It was the only time in my life I really deeply wished I had a standing desk, <laughs> because I was fine if I was standing up, but if I sat down. Getting back up again hurt. And it's not the same thing that I had before, which was the, uh, um, inflammation of my sciatic nerve, because that radiated down my leg. This was in one specific spot in my lower back. might have been one of my gluteal muscles, for all I know. But what I think all of this shows is that I really should be doing more exercise to to strengthen these muscles. And maybe this sort of thing wouldn't happen so much. And the other thing is I should do what I know to do, which is to not... Um, Bend at the waist Unnecessarily I should Especially if I'm going to be um, Exerting myself Because I had to push down On the drill To maintain contact With the floor I I knew that I should Get down on the floor To do it And I should have Listened to my Inner common sense And I didn't (laughs) So because of that I lost several days in a row I uh, didn't do anything Thursday or Friday, did very little Saturday, did a little bit more on Sunday, and it was really only Monday or Tuesday of this week where things started to come back to normal. And then Wednesday, yesterday, I started mowing all the lawns, and I was exhausted at the end of that because I did most of the lawns before the battery died, and I came in to charge up the battery, but it wasn't quite ready Before it got a bit too late to finish, I thought So I did that this morning And it turned out that I could have finished it in like 5 or 6 minutes or something It wasn't as much as my mind thought there was But that's all right. I got there in the end, that's all that matters And that has been my adventure over the past um, few days And that's why this episode is called The Week with Missing Days Because there were several days that I couldn't do anything at all And that happens Especially, apparently, especially as you get older Yeah Early voting in the New Zealand election the New Zealand general election started on Monday uh, Voting for absentee and uh, people who need special assistance Started the end of last week I don't remember what day Doesn't matter, I suppose But the early voting for ordinary people to walk in and vote Started on Monday And so far there's been 204,000 ballots cast and which doesn't really mean that much at this stage but it's overall the early voting period it is running a bit ahead of 2017 but it's way behind 2020 in 2020 was the year that labor won a landslide election was able to govern alone in 2017 they defeated the then national party government and were elected into government This year, the polls are saying that National is going to be in a position to form government with the Hard Right Act Party, which likes to think of itself as being libertarian, but it's not terribly. And with the kind of crazy populist party called New Zealand First, which is run by this old timer named Winston Peters, who has always pandered to the lowest common denominator in his campaigns. Historically, his his base have been elderly people. But he also um, has been trying to appeal to the loons, goons, and cartoons in the election. He's been going after trans people, and he's been saying lots of Trumpian kinds of things. I can't stand him. I actually never really could, but I especially can't stand him now because I just, it's so transparent what he's doing, and it's just gross. So it could be a three-way coalition on the right, or far right, actually, and the the leader of the National Party, Chris Luxon, quite frankly, isn't strong enough to control the leaders of the other two parties. So it would be three years of instability if they managed to make it all the way to three years. They might, need, might not even make it to the end of 2024 before they would collapse and have to go back to the, um, another election. Who knows? Because historically, our elections are decided towards the very end. And I would not be surprised, well, maybe I should say shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Labour ends up in a position to form government with the Greens and and probably Te Pāti Maori, the Maori party. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, obviously. Nobody does. I do know that the pundits, I think, place a little too much emphasis on the polls I saw one guy on the TV news last night saying that um, they've been accurate except for 2016. And that's not entirely true. It depends on which poll you're talking about. Some have been wildly wrong. And this is even before 2016. But also, since then, there have been polls that are just not quite right. And I think there are a lot of reasons for that. I think that there's a much higher likelihood that people will lie to pollsters now, especially on the right, but not exclusively on the right. And I think that a lot of polling companies still haven't quite mastered the the reality of the new world, where lots of people don't have landlines. Um, There's a very big age difference. Older people are likely to have landlines. Younger people are likely to not have any landline. And That's one example right there. And they also use a lot of online stuff. Online is much harder to verify. So I'm dubious about polls. And this is coming from somebody who sung their praises for decades. Because my bachelor was in political science, and we relied on polling data in order to be able to, well, to study anything to do with politics, really, or public policy. And now I'm not so sure. And we'll see. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the polls are right. I don't know, but I have not voted yet. It turns out that on that Wednesday, year a year ago Wednesday, I voted in the local elections for Hamilton City Council and Waikato Regional Council. And 3 years to the day before that, in 2020, I voted in the New Zealand general election. And as it happens, I originally planned on voting on this past Wednesday, but I hadn't gotten this thing they call an easy vote card, and you don't need an easy vote card in order to vote. But I didn't have it, and I know knew how much faster and easier it makes it if you do have it. So I thought, well, I'll wait and see if I get it on Wednesday, and if I get it on Wednesday, then I'll go vote. Well, then I saw the weather for, forecasts that said that uh, Tuesday was going to be a day without rain, Wednesday was going to be sunny, and Thursday. So I thought, now I'm going to plan on mowing my lawns on Wednesday when I've got the sun. I thought, you know, having a day, the day of Tuesday, to dry out a bit would be good. That turns out it didn't dry out enough, but. That's why it took me two days to mow the lawns because the lawns were still quite damp. But anyway, <laughs> the important thing here is that I did get my my easy vote card on Wednesday. And so now I can vote anytime I want. The nearest place for me is the shopping mall to Awa at the base. It's only like five minutes away now. But <laughs> this is school holidays. And I think the last place I want to be on school holidays is at a mall. Now it's possible I might go tomorrow But it's probably more likely that I'll wait until next week when uh, it's not so busy. I don't know. We'll see. There are other things I'd like to do at the base. So I would probably be better off waiting until school is back in session on Monday. But then tomorrow, I'm getting together with family. Tomorrow, Friday, I'm getting together with family for uh, dinner, as we do several times a month, usually. At least two two or three times a month, maybe. And on Saturday, my cousin-in-law and I are going to the Waikato Home and Garden Show, which we've been to, I think, three times now. And you may remember that's come up before, because that's where I uh, met up with the people who do the ventilation system I had installed. And I got a show special of a free event, which, you know, it's not nothing. It's it's something. And I've forgotten what else. Oh, and the, um, the skylight tube thing that I had put in the kitchen. Um, I also made contact at the show for that. But since then, I haven't really gotten anything. This time, I'm hoping to see companies that do patio covers of various sorts so that I can get an idea of how much it's really going to cost. I don't see how I can do that until I collect some of my retirement savings that um, I'll be able to access at 65. I don't know. We'll see. But I've got to do something because I can't use that patio as it is. In the summer, it's too hot. And in the winter, it's too cold and wet. But I planned on doing that when I retired anyway. But it was just a question of how and when. And a lot of that, I just, I don't know yet. So that's what's been going on since the last episode. A lot has gone on, <laughs> really. And a lot hasn't. All those lost days because uh, of my back problems. But that is it for today. That's it for this week. I'll talk to you soon. Ka kete no. Bye. You can comment on this or any episode of the Amren's Podcast at amrenspodcast.com where you can also leave a voice message. You can visit and comment on the Amren's Facebook page, or you can email me with or without a voice message at amarons at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website.